This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Castorance, joined by Jason Beck. And the Tigers made another huge splash this week with the signing of Justin Upton to a six-year contract. And uh, Beck, for me, I mean, these uh, quote-unquote surprising moves have have ceased to be surprising when it comes to the Tigers because we've seen uh, Mr. Illich dig into those pockets uh, quite often in recent years and, and, uh, you know, pull the rabbit out of the hat, so to speak. Uh, Upton just makes this... Loaded lineup, all the more loaded. Uh, 28-year-old power hitter. Lots to like about this signing. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, it's going to be nice to have an even higher paid up than around Tigers camp. The one thing <laughs> you know, that'll, uh, you know, we haven't had enough of a presence there. Um, sorry. Sorry, I had to get that out somewhere, and I couldn't do it Absolutely, on Absolutely, yeah. So. Um, but, uh, you know, it's. I guess it's the signing that, that everybody was anticipating, even if, even if it wasn't necessarily the specific guy. Um, you know, we'd been told, I think, by various people all off season that there wasn't going to be the, the room for this, that, uh, that they were trying very hard to stay under luxury tax, and that if they were going to bring in an outfielder, it was going to have to be a short-term deal. Now, depending on how you look at this deal, it could end up just being a two-year contract if, right. know, if, if he ends up using the opt-out, which, you know, if he performs well, he can hit the market the year before Bryce Harper and be in line for an even bigger payday. Who knows? But um, he, he addresses the the position where the Tigers felt like they had their, their big weakness. And uh, they were able to get a guy – and it's interesting to me to, to be able to get a guy in his prime years like that where you can, you know, if, if it ends up being two years, you're getting the guy in his 20s where he, yeah. hits, you know, and, and you're not having to pay for the guy in his service. Now, if he uses all six years, you're still getting him through his early 30s before he gets too terribly old. So it's, it's an interesting deal, and I guess – you know, it's my coach's money. He can spend it how he chooses. But if you're gonna, if you were gonna do something like this, and from what I'm led to believe, it, you know, it wasn't something that they were necessarily set on doing until fairly recently. But if you were going to make a deal like this, he seemed like the guy who made sense to do that type of deal for. Yeah, I I preferred Upton over Cespedes in this market. If all things were equal, I mean, I know. Certain teams were in a better position than others to, to go after Upton, and the Tigers were one of those as a function of having a protected draft pick. And uh, so, so that played in their hands. And then, like, like you mentioned, back the age, I, this is one of those where I actually like the opt-out from the club perspective because if he does perform up to, uh, up to the standards everybody hopes for these, these first two years and, and then he opts out and hits the open market, 
I'd be inclined to let somebody else play, pay for the, uh, you know, the, the post-30-year-old power, uh, which is known to wane. Um, so that, that could work out. You know, even if he does opt out, it could work out for the best for them. But, uh, and then the other issue, the luxury tax, which you mentioned, uh, obviously the, the first-year hit is not as punitive as, as you know, double-dipping and going back in, in, in future years. And we don't know what the luxury tax is going to be after the next collective bargaining agreement. That's kind of the unknown here. Yeah, that's, it's an interesting speculative play there where if it works like past times where the collective bargaining agreement has been redone, then they could end up paying the first-time rate in back-to-back years. Yeah. Because they went over in 2008, but that was like, what, two CBAs ago or one CBA ago, something like that. And, and so that doesn't count them as a repeat offender uh, or a repeat taxpayer, however you want to term it. So they can end up paying the low rate. And if the luxury tax threshold goes up, as some people are speculating, they, they actually could end up paying less or, or maybe paying just a minimal amount, depending on, what they do with the with the payroll next year. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how they maneuver some of these contracts because I, you know they're already under long term deals worth. I think I had them at like 167, 168, maybe closer to 170, and that's not counting the minimum salary guys and the arbitration guys. And remember, Nick Castellanos, assuming he spends a full year in the big leagues this year, would would be arbitration eligible. So, you know, they're going to have some heavy lifting to do there. But you know, if you're going to go into that territory, you're not diving into where you're going to have to pay that 30 40% rate. At least it doesn't look like it for now. We'll see what happens down the road. Do you think this uh, precludes them from uh, a J.D. Martin uh, excuse me, a J.D. Martinez extension. That's something that obviously uh, been in the air before this signing uh, went down. I've been trying to figure it out, and, and I don't know. Uh, it's, I know it's not the answer people want to hear, and it creates a lot of uncertainty with his team. On the one hand, you know, if you look at it as a six-year deal, it's hard to see how they have the space for J.D. Martinez. If you look at it as a two-year deal, then Upton and J.D. Martinez would be eligible for free agency at the same time. And in theory, you could sign one of them. Um, I'd have a hard time, assuming they keep performing at their levels, seeing them you know, both being able to resign here. Uh, they, it was interesting that they weren't able to get a long-term deal done before this. I don't know how hard they tried. I've been given every indication that they had been talking about it. But when you're $2 million apart on arbitration offers, uh, you know, just on your you know, fifth major league season, then I think it, uh, you know, they, they might have decided they have some work to do on those grounds anyways, and that it might be easier for them to, to revisit closer to free agency, although it's hard to see them getting much of a discount that way. Well, Beck, as you know, we were going to do a uh, getting-to-know-you theme with this week's uh, podcast, and uh, Tigers kind of blew that up by uh, adding another <laughs> new new body to the mix. But uh, looking back at what they had previously done this winter, Jordan Zimmerman comes aboard, 
uh, was the first of the uh, over $100 million signings. Uh, I believe the Tigers are just the second team in history. They have $200 million guys in the same offseason, by the way. Um, but Zimmerman, what, uh, what, are people, what should people know about Zimmerman beyond the obvious, that, that he's uh, uh, an upgrade for this rotation? Well, he's a, he's a Midwestern guy. He's, uh, he's clearly a Packers fan. This, those who have followed him on Twitter are quickly realizing he got a little bit of hot water there after the uh, Packers' Hail Mary win over the Lions uh, back <laughs> in December. Uh, and for somebody who's had the Tommy John surgery, he, he's quite durable. And uh, I, I think that's what impresses me from that standpoint, that if you look at the years since the, the Tommy John aside from the partial season in 2011, he's averaged 200 innings a year the last four years. And uh, I haven't had a chance to look up, you know, the track record of those guys, uh, how many guys have been able to do that for four straight years after Tommy John. But I I have to think it's a pretty slow club. Um, Yeah, I I respect the guys who – Say I'm not gonna. I mean, not that Jordan Zimmerman didn't get a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but he seemed more interested in finding the right fit for him. Uh, he found it quickly and said, "Okay, here's a contending team. Uh, it's in my neck of the woods as a Wisconsin guy, uh, Midwest kind of guy." Uh, you know, he signed so quickly because of those factors. He wasn't a guy who was uh, holding out for every last offer. Yeah, and that's. Uh, I think a lot of people around the industry were surprised like that. Uh, some people. Thought maybe he should have held out a little bit longer, and then he could have made more money even if he just waited a week or two. Uh, but he kind of knew his range; he kind of knew what he was comfortable with. And really, and you, and you hate to say it because it's you know those of us who've dealt with baseball long enough know it's it's you know it's about setting the market for for guys down the road in part, but. When you're talking about the difference between getting like 110 million, 120 million, 130 million, really, I mean, you're set for life either way. Your kids are probably in pretty good shape. Um, you know, really, you're, you're just talking about incremental differences there, I think, when you get to that stage. Yeah, I just, uh, you're right. Players are, are often. Um, not forced by any means, but uh, certainly uh, uh, you know compelled to uh, to seek out the absolute best offer they can for for the guys who come after them. But you, you got to find a place where you're going to be happy ultimately. And we've seen uh, many examples of guys who who follow every last dollar and, and come to regret it because they end up in a place where they're just not comfortable. Um, so good to see uh, Zimmerman and the Tigers united. They they seem like a good match. Uh, last thing back the the winter caravan. Uh, kicking off this week and, and Tigers Fest. I just want to know, I know there's going to be players involved, but where can people find Jason Beck? <laughs> uh, he'll be following around the uh, the caravan, I guess, to some degree. Uh, still trying to figure out where I'm going to be going. Uh, okay. you, traditionally, they've had like a media kickoff luncheon uh, at the ballpark I always go to. Um, I think they're doing like a little media session in Lansing that I might show up at. And then from there, uh, it's 
kind of playing it by ear. Uh, it, they, they tended to have an interesting stop at the auto show because, shockingly enough, you know, well-paid paid ball players tend to be car aficionados. <laughs> yeah, you, you never imagine this. It, it's quite yeah. surprising. Um, you know, especially uh, you know a guy like Justin Verlander. So sometimes it's interesting to see guys' reaction when they go there and they see some of the prototype cars and they see uh, you know some of uh, you know the the concept cars of what could be coming down the line in a couple of years. I know you know Verlander in recent years has raved about that. That's annually one of his favorite stops. Uh, you know some other guys over the years have been kind of big fans for that. So, you know, stops like that are kind of interesting. The human interest stops are, are cool, too, and they have a couple listed on there. There's actually an interesting stop in, in Grand Rapids. Um, you know, always do the, they always do the uh, winter banquet for the West Michigan Whitecaps, the uh, Class A team out there. Right. And one of the things the Whitecaps do there is they have an induction for their, uh, their Franchise Hall of Fame. And there's usually like a you know, maybe like a recent ex-Tiger or maybe more of a classic baseball guy who gets inducted. Well, you know, they have two inductees this year, and, and it's interesting to me. One is, is Cameron Reed. Um I'm sorry, no, uh, one is uh, Don Kelly, the uh, the famous former Tigers utility man who's uh, you know, still technically still playing. I, I don't believe he, he's retired yet. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see him back out there and kind of see where he's at at this point in his career. Yeah, I mean, the fan fests are great, and I'm, I'm just about every club does those, but I love the teams that still do the old school, uh, you know, old school tour where they come to you. That's really fun. Uh, Jason Beck will be there. He's a little evasive about his answer where he'll be. I know you want to uh, avoid those groupies back, but that's, that's totally understandable. Um, I want to thank him for joining us and talking about all things Tigers. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.